Welcome to We Pod a Zoo, the podcast about the 2011 film We Bought a Zoo. My name is Zach, and today I'm joined by writer and podcaster Sarah Black. Hi. Hello. I'm happy to be here. <laughs> I'm so glad you're here. Uh, I'm so glad that you have undertaken this adventure. You've gone through, I think, the most interesting thing that I've asked of any guest for the the conceit of this episode and i'm very mm-hmm. excited oh i think yeah i i think we have a lot in store for the listeners <laughs> and i also just want to say that like this is probably a movie i never would have watched intentionally um yeah. and like out of my own um uh, uh wanting to uh and it <laughs> but i i have to say it was definitely worth it especially watching it through the lens of knowing that i like was researching it for a podcast mm-hmm. Um, I think that I, I should approach more movies from that point of view. Yeah, I, I think that if you're not taking studious notes when you're watching a movie, you're doing it wrong. Yeah, I agree. And then like, <laughs> you know, sort of going back over the notes yeah. and telling them to your significant other who did not watch the film with you. Oh, you didn't watch it with him? <laughs> he didn't want to. <laughs> So he sat in the living room and watched Underworld while I laid in bed and watched We Bought a Zoo. That's incredible. I think I had a better experience. Um, it, I mean, yeah. And then I texted Ben, who I do the podcast with, after mm-hmm. it. And I was like, this movie. And then he watched it. Wait, he and- watched it? Yeah, oh so you God. should have him on. I um, should. <laughs> I think he would be a lovely guest. and um, But I think we'd probably steal a lot of each other's... Um, information because we did have a really in-depth conversation about it i mean well i mean he he wouldn't be doing what you're doing for this episode which that's true i mean if if you if the podcast is out then they've seen the title which is probably going to be like sarah and zach rank all the animals from we bought a zoo mm-hmm. so we're going to rank all the animals from we bought a zoo and, and i love it i would not ask ben to do that as well that would be insane yeah, I agree. And um, as good as he'd be at it, I don't think he has the nuance um, that I do. <laughs> and that's really necessary to make this um, a a good ranking. Um, yeah, this, so, is the, this is the definitive ranking, by the yeah, way. Yeah, the defin- yeah you're yeah. not changing it. Nobody else is going to get to do it. So yeah, um, the, the one thing I mean, you said that you, you've come you're coming to this with a lot of nuance. And I before we get started, I just kind of want to understand your history and where you're coming from as a zoo goer sure um what's your history with with going to zoos as a child as an adult like what's what's your favorite zoo experience if you have one aquariums count this was a question that another guest had aquariums do count yeah i mean i think you know the older i get the more i struggle morally with the idea of zoos um and i'm sure you get a lot of people saying that as well Mm -hmm. um but i will say growing up 
they probably like were my favorite thing in the entire world. So, <laughs> um, and you know, I live in Chicago where we have Lincoln Park Zoo, which is a free zoo that is pr- pretty good, all things considered, you know, for being in the middle of Chicago in the middle of a park. Um, and then there's also one right outside Chicago Brookfield Zoo, which is a little bit more, um, not upscale, that's not the right, but they have like a larger <laughs> inventory <laughs> um, of animals. And um, I like that one as well. I've been to the zoo in DC. I've been to um, the zoo in San Diego. So I've been like to like a lot of the major zoos in the US, yeah. I guess. Um, and they're a lot of fun. There are a couple, like my whole family really likes them and we have a lot of like little memories of like seeing a wallaby jacking off or seeing a <laughs> zebra with like a hard dick and um things that like we love to just like bring up casually like remember when that happened um and mom had to explain to us like what jacking off was or whatever we um, i remember seeing i went to like a petting zoo as part of a school trip and we saw mm-hmm. a donkey with the the most erect penis that <laughs> I think anybody had ever expected and no one kind of understood what was going on. We were just kind of like, it's like red and long. What's going on there? And no one would, would explain it. No yeah. one, no one. It's only in, in full retrospect, kind of understanding what a, an animal erection looks like being like, Oh, that donkey wanted to fuck. And yeah. And yeah. none of the adults <laughs> wanted to, tell a group of 10 year olds what was going on there yeah that's not in their purview yeah um, sorry sorry to interrupt keep, ta- keep no, telling me about no, no, that's fine. wallabies jacking off no that's about that's about all i had to <laughs> offer i also love aquariums um a couple years ago i went to the new england aquarium i was in boston for a mm-hmm. wedding and um that one was I, something special um i know it's not like the biggest in the u.s or anything but um it definitely um as somebody who's probably only been to Shed Aquarium in Chicago, which is also incredible, but it was nice to see, you know, the landscape of a different uh, aquarium, and um, they all smell really bad uh, <laughs> in like in a very distinct way. But man, oh, I love. Um, I don't know, like I think this is at Shed too, but at the New England Aquarium, you could pet the um, stingrays, like they didn't yeah. have. They're the manta rays or whatever. They don't yeah, have yeah. their stingers. And they are such a pleasant texture. Um, and they were like, it's kind of like petting a puppy. And I was like, it honestly kind of is. And it um, was a really heartwarming experience for me. I, I've i never, I don't think I've ever pet a stingray. But this is, it's just very funny um, for any listener. This episode is going to immediately follow the episode I recorded with Jared Gilman, whose aquarium story was that he's absolutely terrified of stingrays. <laughs> so just having this one-two complete reversal on stingrays. I mean, sound off in the comments of which there are on podcasts. So I don't think they... Uh, maybe they're a different type of ray, but they, or mm-hmm. they took the stingers off or they're neutered in some way. Can you, but... can you, de- can you declaw a stingray? I'm sure you can't. I'm sure like they do all sorts of horrible shit to these animals yeah. for um, entertainment pur- purposes. So I wouldn't be surprised. Entertain- <laughs> Enter- en- entertainment, mean, porpoises? entertainment porpoises. Porpoises. Yeah. Entertainment por- yeah. 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 We were like, we were like in a race to make the bad joke <laughs> we, first. <laughs> we got there and we both crossed the finish line at the same time. Um, and it was really worth it for everybody. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I that was a good experience. Overall, though, you know, like I said, the older I get, the more I'm kind of like, 
this doesn't feel right. <laughs> yeah. Like that's the thing. It, it, I mean, this is a subject that comes up a lot um, on this show is that like the purpose, the porpoise of a wildlife sanctuary or rehabilitation center um, or a, a, if it's called a zoo, a zoo needs to be forthcoming about how it treats its animals. And, yeah. you know, the, the less it labels itself a zoo, the better. And if it's, you know, a, a sanctuary, a research center, if, it, if you're going to raise animals and release them, that sort of thing, rehabilitate them, like something that is not trying to profit off of animals, mm. off of endangered species. And, you know, I don't know anything about the zoo industry. I don't know, like, what the standards are for like best practices like yeah are they are they regulated how regulated are zoos in a way that like actually protects animals well isn't that what that whole guy in the movie like that was kind of his job is to like regulate a zoo but i will say i think a lot of it too i mean it's all marketing right like yeah. I think they're all more or less doing the same thing and th that's probably lacking the nuance that i claim to have but um you know i think as people become more aware that holding animals in captivity is is, is immoral, mm -hmm. the more zoos are going to sort of message around it by saying, well, you know, they couldn't survive in the wild and this is why or whatever. And um, I think it's probably healthy to have a lot of skepticism for that. And yep. I think you'll see more and more zoos, like even just changing their name from like zoos to wild animal sanctuaries mm -hmm. or you think like you know the messaging around it's going to completely change as um people become more critical of the practice of keeping animals in cages and i think it's a good um segue into a note that i had um that i think i shared with you as part of the screenshot of um pages and pages of notes i took yeah. but the whole thing with the bear where yeah. the bear escapes and um uh, Benjamin uh, finds the bear and the bear is alone and in the wild and feeling so like free and like looking like itself and how it's supposed to be. And he tells everybody that and he's like, we have to make its cage bigger. Yeah. Well, enclosure. Come on. Enclosure. Oh, them, my God. They don't call them cages. My brief marriage was a cage. Oh, my God. I have that written down yeah. as well. But uh, that was so wild to me. That was just yeah. like such um, like that um, with such a like an indicator of like what the movie wanted you to believe about these people and about yeah. zoos and all this stuff. And I was just like, that's so gross. <laughs> yeah. Like it, it, it's partly, you know, the, the morals of what being a zookeeper is and also the very strange rules that this zoo operates under, which is like the state owns the zoo until someone buys it. And once someone buys it, they have to, pay the staff and they also can't send the animals anywhere else and if no one buys the zoo we're going to euthanize all the animals like yeah there's a very strange set of rules established at the beginning of the movie that do not make sense but firmly root us in benjamin me not being able to like release the bear and right. it's it's like the 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 weird rules justifying his decisions to keep animals in captivity yeah a thing i also wanted to sort of touch on mm -hmm. is um he pulls up to the, he buys the zoo yeah he pulls up to the zoo and sees the house without knowing it's a zoo yeah which is 
interesting because the zoo is huge and has yeah. like signage and yeah. all the okay so <laughs> he buys the zoo finds out it's a zoo they yeah. see the peacocks all this stuff um when they're walking with the re- real estate agent and then they purchase it which is chewing up plot like we do not think about buying a zoo mm-hmm. we just do it yeah and um well it's the name of the movie they you know they're gonna buy the zoo yeah but 24 minutes in yeah i i thought it would be like a little they would wrestle with the decision a little bit more and that was on me for being stupid and so they get the zoo and then they show up and all of the people who work at the zoo are just like standing around waiting for him but like where were they when he toured the house and like like do they live on the zoo? It seems like Elle Fanning does, but Scarlett Johansson lives with her mom. Right, but we don't know where the mom lives. It's not correct. Yeah, it it's it's unclear where anyone except for Elle Fanning lives because you would think that Elle Fanning would live with ScarJo, but she doesn't. Doesn't. It yeah, it, it's it's strange. And the other thing about the geography is that that is interesting is that like we see later in like shots of the house that like it's right across from the garage where the snakes are and like the the tiger enclosure that benjamin feeds spar in and it's like how did they get so close to the house without noticing any of these giant buildings or or outdoor enclosures I can buy that there's a side entrance that doesn't have the huge awning that says Rosemore Wildlife Park or whatever, but to not question like six giant buildings and one that probably says Reptile House. Like, what are you you doing? Or just like, do I get all those sheds too? Actually, they're (laughs) not sheds. There's animals in there. I think maybe he was so blinded by his grief or Mm -hmm. something. Um, But again, they do so little explaining of anything that's happening. Like mm-hmm. this movie is too long yet it yeah. moves too fast. Yes. Um yes. I mean this yeah. uh, this is, you know, I did a whole episode on I don't think it's come out yet, but the structure of the movie and how insane the middle is because it I mean, I'm, you know, the people have already heard this, but the fact that it introduces Benjamin needing to throw down $150,000, Rhonda telling everyone that he's a fraud and doesn't have the money, him finding the money that his wife left him, and him immediately resolving the conflict with Rhonda, that all happens within 10 minutes, and then the movie just keeps going. And it's like- okay. What? And Rhonda (laughs) is also the girl who gets her period on somebody's leg in the party. It's super bad. And I just- Yes, I just- I was like, I recognize her for, from something. And then I looked it up and I was like, oh that my is God. legitimately what I recognize her from. And she turned on him so fast. And I do not, I, I mean, it sounds like you've already talked about this, so I don't want to belabor it. But yeah, that whole thing was really weird. And also the fact that his wife calls it circus money. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, that's like really close to a zoo. Like, <laughs> just call it zoo money. That would be too on the nose. They just have to... <laughs> Have it a little bit, money. a little bit left of the nose. Yeah. Okay. I I think we're you know like fifteen minutes in. We should start ranking <laughs> these freaking animals. Oh yeah, because there's like a hundred of them. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. I have I counted thirty seven. Hang on. Let me pull up my spreadsheet. I made a spreadsheet to to yes, count these and animals. And I am in the spreadsheet for the listener. 
Yeah. So if you hear me th- being thoughtful, that's why. So I, I, here is my criteria. And I think uh-huh. this is important because you can get, I think you can get in the weeds a little bit about um, what qualifies as an animal in this movie. When I was ranking the animals, and I think you may have had a slightly different system when you <laughs> were doing yours, but I only counted animals that you could see alive in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, Are there any animals and, you can see dead in the movie? Yes. Um, there is, I mean, there there's the... Uh, oh, they feed like rats to the snakes Yeah, there's like the carcass that they string up for the lions. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and if you want to get like... If you want to get really specific, you can say like they're eating chicken pot pie in one scene, so there's a chicken technically. Like if you want to get like Do they eat chicken pot pie? I apparently and rewatching it, I noticed this. I didn't I never clocked it, but in the scene where they tell Dylan, Dylan that they're buying the zoo, that's what they're eating for dinner. Oh. And, and you can really... assume some of the 7,000 lasagnas in the fridge have meat in them. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. Um but yeah, and so I'm not counting any dead animals. And, and like you said, the rats, which I don't think we ever actually see, but they talk about. That's the other thing. I don't count any animals that are talked about but not seen. Got it. Because um, there are a couple that are mentioned. I don't count any animals that are only seen in pictures or drawings. Sure. Um, I don't count any of the stuffed animals that Rosie has because there are a lot. Yes. What, yeah, and- I didn't count those either. Good. Rosie is so cute. Rosie's very cute. She. Has, I wish the movie a, yeah. had just been about her. Like, <laughs> I think there is a there is a lot of potential in a children's movie about a girl who like inherits a zoo. Um, that's just, and that's so, good. That could be the sequel. Yeah, like <laughs> my both my parents. I I'm an orphan and I own a zoo. <laughs> um, but yeah, I thought she was very sweet and. Obviously, I mean, it was very heavy handed that she's like the moral center of the mm-hmm. movie. But um, yeah, I, she was just adorable in a movie full of um, really shitty characters. <laughs> really weird, um, idiosyncratic people. Yeah. Um, which, I mean, she is one of them. She's Oh, for sure. A str- she's a strange person. I mean, if you met her, you'd be like, this kid is... Kind this of kid creepy. can see ghosts. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Well, they could all see ghosts because they at could. The yeah. End, every that's yeah. The, that's the message of the movie is that if you try hard enough, you can see a ghost. And <laughs> the other, <laughs> the really other, the central theme. <laughs> um, this is a horror movie. The other <laughs> criteria, or not criteria, the other kind of structure that I went by was that I grouped animals together based on species if there wasn't like a standout one. So like, for example, like we see a couple of zebras and I'm not counting like each individual zebra. Right. You know? Yep. Um, Unless that like the only one that that like stands out for is like, there's like the specific uh, snake that Dylan kicks. I counted that. Yeah. And then there's like Spar versus the other tigers. There's, you have a couple different groupings of peacocks in here. Yeah. So, so I separate it. So the peacocks are like the main group of peacocks, which I think there are seven of them. Then there's the one mom peacock who's laying the (laughs) eggs. And then there are the baby peacocks who I grouped together. Yeah. I have a question for you about peacocks. I'm so sorry. I know you're um, desperate to get into this ranking and I'm just going to keep derailing it. But (laughs) um, we, uh, and this is maybe sort of breaking the fourth wall a little bit for the listener, but we are, today is the day before Thanksgiving. Yep. And I was wondering in the shower today, do you think a peacock would taste good? I have no 
idea what a peacock would possibly taste like. It. I mean, probably somewhere between turkey and chicken, right? Probably, but I'm. I imagine it would probably be kind of gamey. I maybe. I mean, yes, it would probably just taste like a freaking bird, but I. As somebody who, like, growing up, my mom would would come home and be like, look what I got. I'm going to try to cook some Cornish game hen tonight. Mm -hmm. And then be like, this tastes gamey and terrible. Sorry, mom. Yeah. Um, And she would agree. So we we knew that it was swinging a miss sometimes. But, like, I feel like a peacock might fall into that category. Or it could be, like, just a big, just a freaking turkey. And I I don't know. Yeah, I think it might be, like, a turkey. But I... Like, they more or less look like... I know, like, male peacocks, obviously, are, like, gorgeous. But, like, the body shape and, like, the heft. Like, they're... I I guess peacocks are a little slimmer. Okay, according to Mental Floss, um, peacocks sport a light and very turkey-like flavor. See? So we could just... We can just eat turkeys for Thanksgiving. I mean, peacocks for Thanksgiving. That's I might try it next year. You probably can't yeah. eat them in the U.S. Maybe. And it's also, I mean, day before Thanksgiving, where, where are you going to find a peacock in such short notice? They're, all the stores the probably zoo. sold. <laughs> Kidnap a fucking peacock. And the Peoria Zoo. I'm from central Illinois, and mm. there is a zoo there, I, which I didn't mention in my long fucking intro about my experience with zoos, but there is a zoo in Peoria. It's pretty unimpressive. However, it is similar to the zoo in that they just have peacocks walking around, and you can sort of just hang. Yeah, I think that's a staple of, of any zoo. A lot of a yeah. lot of zoos love to just let peacocks run run wild. Yeah. Um I'm curious, uh, before we like get into uh the nitty gritty of, of my ranking system, what was your system as you were going through and watching the movie? So my system actually was really um arbitrary and bad i would say uh so i'm glad that you have a little bit more rigor around the process mm-hmm. um mostly i have what are some of my favorite things are and what some of my least favorite things are <laughs> and i did not rank or score them appropriately um because i had a couple questions like mm-hmm. what we talked about off mic like are humans um animals in this mm-hmm. scheme um i had a funny little joke about how cameron crow Oh, could be fuck. counted as an animal. That's um, good. Okay, which I just could... sold myself out on. Um, <laughs> that was a good joke. You should have saved that. <laughs> well, too late. Yeah, I don't have timing. That's why I'm a writer and not a stand-up. Um, mm-hmm. I have bees as my least favorite thing, and it was disappointing that they were the first animal that I saw in the movie. Yeah, they were literally the first shot of the film. Yeah, I'm terrified of bees, which is strange because I'm not. As far as I know, allergic to them. My mother is, but I am not. I've been stung once when I was younger. But I think um, my anxiety uh, as the years have progressed have made me more and more afraid of them. Um, mm-hmm. And I think a lot of it has to do, especially this year, with just like being inside a lot. Being so, inside? <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think to like my boyfriend and I will go to the park sometimes and like have a beer and sit by ourselves because that's kind of all you can do in terms of recreation right now. And you know, it's summer fall and there are bees out. And for some reason I'm just like more terrified of them than I need to be. Um, and so seeing those bees in the very beginning really, um, set me off for what I thought would be a negative journey, but turned into a, um, incredibly positive one. (laughs) So It's it's a heartwarming little flick. Yeah. Well, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm sorry that it it started off as such a 
an anxious film. It's okay. Um, I also understand that it was establishing something about the character, which sort of fell by the wayside pretty quickly. Yeah, it didn't work. It uh, that I I have so many problems with that intro. I it pisses me off to no end. But um, we're not talking. We're not talking about that this episode. Apocalypse. Bad. 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 Really bad. I groaned out loud. <laughs> I. It's that's like the one time that like another character is like no Benjamin like that, yeah. that the editor there being like that is a bad idea and you're not going to do it was was like yes put this man in his place yes also um, keep doing that for him somebody needs well Thomas Hayden Church or was that his name yeah yeah he like kind of gut checks but of course Benjamin never listens and and then uh, Thomas Hayden Church comes to work at the zoo and the only <laughs> other person is kind of like Scar Joe who yeah. only like really once kind of snaps at him yeah to, to kill Spar yeah I have in my notes too, Thomas Hayden Church. It would be cool if this was a remake of Sideways and they replaced Matt Damon with Paul Giamatti. Oh, this is good. Wait, wait, wait. This is a good segue into a bit, um, not a bit, a, a segment, um, which is if you if you had to recast the movie, um, kind of who would you want playing these, these roles? So I think the characters are so um, mediocre that I wouldn't want to see... I don't think an actor that I like would like elevate the roles in any way. You know what I mean? Like, it's I just think I, it doesn't need to be about elevating. I think just like who who would fit the part that could perhaps improve the movie or Philip Seymour Hoffman is all the characters. Oh, <laughs> a real like Anomalisa vibe where he's just playing everyone. Um, um, or, it, oh, I mean, like that's a question. If you could, if you could redo the movie this is so not what this episode is about if if a different <laughs> director sorry. if you could pick a director no this is fine this is the podcast if you if you could pick a director to to write and direct we we bought a zoo and now it's just a different movie mm-hmm. who so so you, you are now picking a director and the actors that that director would work with sure we bought a zoo. you know ben and i did talk about this and he had a really good answer actually he said a director and i can't remember who oh that's a really good answer uh but um yeah i mean so i guess this goes down an even further rabbit hole which is that this movie tonally does not know what it wants to be like at one point i thought like uh, the bear was gonna like shit on the car or something as like a gag as like as if this were like an adam sandler like type like paul blart or the zookeeper Mm -hmm. even Um, but I wouldn't like to see it go that direction. I would like to allow it to be a little bit darker and to play with that darkness a little bit more, Mm -hmm. um, because I think there's a lot there. Um, obviously it would be very funny to see a Paul Thomas Anderson (laughs) rebought a zoo. (laughs) Yeah. With Philip Seymour Hoffman, obviously. Um, I hope it's okay that I'm choosing a not a live actor. Um, that's okay. Uh, who would I like to... The Scarlett Johansson role to me is just like, she clearly doesn't know what movie she's in. No, it's... Her character also doesn't really make a lot of sense. No. It's a very poorly written character. Yeah, yeah. Um, My Brief Marriage, that was a cage. God, best line in the movie. Funniest line in the movie, that's for (laughs) sure. Um, Yeah, I mean, I think her whole role is just to be like kind of hot and mm. um to eventually 
kiss the main character. Um, I guess I would love to see. I keep, I keep thinking like Margot Robbie or something in that role again. Somebody who can bring a kind of uh, sinister darkness mm. to a very hot character. <laughs> yeah, um, but then you, but then you have the same kind of problematic weird age gap between Philip Seymour Hoffman and Margot Robbie. Yeah, but Matt Damon and Scarlett Johansson. Oh, so that was another thing too. I was under the impression that she is supposed to be like a lot younger than him. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why, I guess because he has like kids and she doesn't, which is really actually shitty of me to say. Um, but yeah, there's something about it where I was like, there's a weird age difference. And I thought at first for maybe 30 seconds before I was like, oh, that's not what's happening. But I thought maybe her and Patrick Fugate were together. Um, oh, yeah. Because like they've worked together and he's incredibly handsome to me. <laughs> he's, just a, he's just a cutie. I didn't love his hair in the movie. I thought. No, I, thought I didn't his, either. His hair was not doing him any favors. Yeah. But as somebody who grew up loving Almost Famous, in which he's mm-hmm. a child, but like he's our yeah. age, like, um, yeah. So, or my age is not weird. But um, and then also Saved, which was like formative for me. I don't know if you've seen that film it's um him jenna malone and mandy moore are the like kind of three main characters it's about a christian high school um it is really really good it's still it holds up to this day but he's um sort of the love interest in that and he's wonderful um so i was excited to see him in this glad he's still getting work i don't have a lot else to say about how i would cast this movie because again i don't think um anybody i like deserves to be in this movie (laughs) That you know what? That's fair. That's and I fair. don't like Matt Damon and I don't like Scarlett Johansson. So for me, it was kind of like okay, uh, yeah, easy out the window. Yeah, um, exactly. So sh- so, I guess we should just jump on into ranking. Oh, the these thing you've been trying animals. to do. Yeah. <laughs> What's up, Binturong? Okay, so this is. I had to Google what the fuck this thing was. This was the only animal that I fully did not know what it was watching the movie, and. It, <gasps> yes. Yeah, this guy. It shows up for like two seconds in a mm-hmm. montage, and I was like, "What is that?" So it's it's a it's a binturong or a bear cat, mm-hmm. and I literally googled like bear with tail to try to find <laughs> what this thing was, and yes, it's a binturong. It shows up in that one kind of montage towards the beginning, and then at the end, it is the thing that's like perched on Thomas Hayden Church, eating out of his hand. That's when he's right. Like, take it all just like Sheila did. So, Oh my God. I, the line that was trying to be the funniest in the movie, but yeah. wasn't. Um, yeah. Yeah. I have it written in my notes as slothy thing with a yeah. <laughs> question mark. And I realized that bear with tail is much closer to where it's a I bear with been. a freaking tail. Yeah. Do we, before we dive into the animals, do you want to give me kind of how you ranked the people? Because I think I want to <laughs> do another episode that's like more about that. But I think if you just want to give me your your kind of logic behind how you how you ranked the human beings, which is not something that I did. Well, I don't think. Yeah, sure. Um, I didn't rank the human beings. I just put them as a category of animals. Oh, oh, yeah. I see. Okay. So. And, you know, they probably rank pretty low too, right near killer bees, um, just, you know, because of the fact that they are keeping animals in captivity and all that mm-hmm. stuff. And I think Benjamin in particular um, belongs toward the bottom because he was going to try to keep Spar alive yeah. for the opening of the zoo until somebody told him that was wrong to do. Um, somebody, somebody had to tell him 
several times. Several people had to tell him several times not to keep a tiger alive past the point that it would be in physical pain. Yeah. And what's interesting about it is it's clearly a metaphor for his wife, which I want to find interesting or sympathetic in some way, but um, it's not. Um, Yeah. You didn't try to keep your wife alive for profit um you don't care yeah. about this tiger in the same way that you cared about your wife like there it, it's it, it's a it's like a, a a thinly veiled metaphor for like letting go but it it there are so many differences that if you get if you look at it under any kind of scrutiny it falls apart in your hands like trying to catch fog yeah <laughs> M- much like most of this movie yeah <laughs> ah okay Right. Let's get, get into the rankings here. Okay, so I, in in this spreadsheet, which maybe I'll I'll you know link in the episode description after we've filled it out. Love I it. have um, ordered them by when they appear in the film. Sure. Um, there are um, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven columns here. The first mm-hmm. is the order which they appear, then the animal, mm-hmm. then their name if they have a name, and. So few of the animals in this movie have a name. Um, And then we have the numerical values. And Mm -hmm. these are scored. I have scored them out of 10. And what I have devised is how we how we should approach ranking these animals is their one, their impact on the plot Mm -hmm. of the film Two, how I've called it zooness, but I guess like how much you would want to encounter this animal in a zoo, like if like how much you would expect to see this animal or how much it would be exciting to to see this animal in a zoo. Sure. And they're oh, I guess I have four categories. Their look, uh, which is just kind of like how cool they look if they look cute if they look nice. Yep. Um, and then I've I have put a bonus score also out of ten, which is just kind of like if you feel like giving them some extra points. If sure. you're just like, if you're like, this guy deserves some more points to kind of like give it an edge in the competition. Yeah. Sure. Um, that's where you, that's where you would give it a bonus score. So great. These are four categories out of 10. So are we just going to align to the score in each of these columns? What do you like mean? you and I, like, are we going to score them together? So like, I think so. Cause I, I have my own, I have already filled out this spreadsheet <laughs> and I have my own ranking. And I think at the end we can kind of compare what we what we discuss to okay. just what I my gut check sure but if we if we really need to but I think that we can just kind of go through and argue our points sure I don't think um, we're gonna disagree on a whole lot to be honest I think uh, okay I'm I'm okay. I'm curious <laughs> wow. well I'm curious I'm I'm interested I I kind of want to I guess we barely do know each other so <laughs> and you know since this is ordered in you know chronological order as they appear in the movie we can kind of hit any points you want to talk about as we get to those animals great I love that thank you <laughs> Um, so first, I mean, first things first, uh, killer bees. They are the first thing we see in the um, film. I'm going to go ahead and give them a zero across the board. I, the, okay. First disagreement right here is that <laughs> they, I think they, they have a one or a two out of 10 on impact on plot because they establish stuff about the character. That goes away. <laughs> oh, that's but true. I guess like the ephemeral nature of these things can't be like, have too much uh, weight on these because nothing holds up. Yeah, in this nothing movie. matters in this movie. But it, so you know, if the it movie establishes... tried to establish something with it, yeah. we can count it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay I'm gonna I'm give it. I'm gonna... I agree. Okay, I'm gonna give it a two. I'm gonna give Great. it a two. Okay. <laughs> um, 
Zunis. Don't want to see it in a zoo. That's a zero. Yeah, that's a big fat. That's a big fat nothing. The look, the look of the bees. Scary zero for me. I would give. I, I I'm okay with a zero on look, but I think as a bonus, just because there are so many of them, and Benjamin says that they do have the potential to kill him, which would have made the movie more interesting. I think we could give them like a three bonus. Sure, go for it. Okay, all right. This better be the lowest score. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. I here here's where we enter some controversial territory because the second character we meet is leon the family dog who i would argue has less impact on the plot than the bees he does have less impact (laughs) on the plot unfortunately i mean you can assume that he has provided the family with a lot of comfort and good times but they never Mm -hmm. really show that or try to tell us anything about the dog so i'm actually with you in that it has no impact on the plot yeah I Zunis. think a big fat, big fat zero. Zunus, I don't need to see a dog in a zoo. Zero. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be unhappy to see a dog in a zoo, though. Yeah, but like, if I saw a dog in a zoo, I'd be like, why do you have a dog in a zoo? Oh, so the idea is that it has to be like an animal in captivity. An animal that you, that, that, like you if would somebody understand... brought their pet to the zoo, you, and like, if you were going to the zoo with a friend and they brought their dog with them. Right. I would question whether that's a safe thing. Okay, great. So yeah, zero is fine. Yeah, because I mean, if there are peacocks roaming around and your dog and you bring your dog, I would be afraid that the peacock could attack the dog or vice versa. Or vice versa, sure. Yeah, like I, I would not be comfortable bringing my dog to a zoo. Great, I'm with you. Okay. Yeah, I agree. Um, but it's a cute dog. So so the cute. look. What would what would you give the look of this dog? Like seven. Seven. That's pretty high. I love dogs. So that's fair. Okay. I am willing to um yeah. Great. Okay. You put in a, a seven. seven. And um you know, I'll give him I'll give him like a couple points as a bonus because they step on his tail at the beginning and that wasn't fair. Yeah. Also he has a name, which I think is like maybe warrants a bonus. So what do you think? Four? A bonus of four out of ten? Sure. All right, cool. Solomon the Lion. <laughs> I love lions, man. Um, well, there's a lot of impact on plot, right? Because there's the lion enclosure. Yes, that's a big that's a big thing. That they um, <laughs> that they need has, to figure out the lock for real fast. Right at the end. Again, this is a movie that introduces conflict and then resolves it immediately. Um I I, I can give that like a four for like plot. I don't yeah. think it's like yeah, I think that's like I think not. we'll discover some other animals that have more impact on plot than this. I think I think we'll meet a couple. Um, <laughs> Zunis, I think this is an animal that you're going to see in a zoo. And I love sure. it. Yeah. So maybe uh, like an eight. Yeah. I'm good yeah. with that. Um, it's not like surprising to see in a zoo, but it's like one of those things where you're like, we should probably see the lions. Yes, exactly. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the, I mean, this guy looks great. This guy's a beautiful lion. Gorgeous lion. I'd give it a 10, honestly, yeah. for the look. It's a yeah. pretty lion. And then... I, I I would give it I would give it a couple points for almost eating Scarjo and McCready. I think that I was love great. it. Yeah, yeah, I think that's great. Maybe like, like a, five, five. Yeah, yeah, great. Okay, so currently that's the lion is leading with with twenty seven points, which By is a incredible. Lot. Yeah, yeah, By, <laughs> beating beating the killer bees and the family dog. <laughs> <laughs> no surprise there. Yeah. Um, all right, we got seven peacocks, which I have not split up into, into individual That's fair. peacocks. Yeah. So impact on plot here, I don't think they have a ton of impact on the plot, like the character development or anything no. like that. But I do think they add a nice little establishment because they are sort of when 
Benjamin is with Rosie and they are mm-hmm. touring the zoo once they have been alerted that it is a zoo. She is yeah. interacting with the peacocks and that sort of seems to be a moment where he's like, I should do this. Right. That's kind of like the inciting incident of like yes. bonding with the zoo. So I could give them like a two or three for, for plot there. Let's give them a three. Okay. Um, Zunis, I mean, you're going to expect to see some peacocks in a zoo, I would yeah. say. Yeah. Yeah. We've kind of talked about that. Maybe like yeah. a six. Yeah, I was same. I was thinking the same thing. Great, uh, love it. See, I said we were gonna agree more than we disagree. I think so. <laughs> Their look, they're pretty. I mean, they're pretty. Not as pretty as a lion. No, and yeah, I mean, I think we all kind of know what a peacock looks like by now. Yeah. Um, not that we don't know, what a lion <laughs> looks like. but we're like you said, they're pretty. Um, ubiqu- ubiquitous is that the word I'm looking yeah, for? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. So like a five. Yeah, five. Yeah, um, they ate her animal cookies. I can give her and her animal crackers. We can give them a bonus for that. Sure, yeah, let's throw a two or three their way. Boom. This is such a good system, and I'm so glad that you established it because my <laughs> note-taking was poor at best. I, I, I went through the whole movie and just like, do does the peacock deserve a point? Yeah. Yes or no? <laughs> um, next, we have uh, Crystal the Capuchin. Is this who, who- sits on... Patrick Stewart, yes. the whole movie? Okay, great. Yes. Um, she she has very little impact on the plot, I would say. Almost none, yeah. Yeah. Once she does hand Robin, Patrick Fugit, uh, a hammer or a screwdriver to do oh. a task. Mm-hmm. And so I think that, you know, he needs those to do his job. So I, I would say that's like a one impact yes. on the plot. Yes, more impact than Leon the family dog, but not much yes. more. Yeah. Um, Zunis, I mean, I, at the end of the movie, this monkey is wearing a little jumpsuit dressed as a zookeeper and I thought yeah. love it. Yeah. That- and I think I mean monkeys are kind of one of the main attractions of a zoo. Yeah. I mean period. I have the I have the monkeys in their own category like the other monkeys. Yeah. Because we don't they're they're like they're they've been <laughs> they've they've been put in a cage while Crystal gets to be like the chosen one. Yeah. Um is this the kind of monkey that they have in the television program Friends? I don't know. I never watched Friends. I feel like they. I feel like this is kind of like the general monkey that they. If I look up Friends monkey, um, I've never seen Friends. Oh, don't. Yeah, that's a that's a capuchin. Yes, yeah. Marcel. Yes. Great. Yes, um, but this is Crystal who's better. <laughs> that's true. Um, because because she's a Taurus. I've learned. <laughs> what? Yeah. How so you know I did that? some research. I did some research about Crystal because I think. I mean, I, I'll, I've pitched this to a couple guests, and you can tell me what you think. I think once the well runs dry about kind of what what I can talk about with the film We Bought a Zoo, I, I kind of want to do a mini series following Crystal's filmography because she's one of the hardest working monkeys in Hollywood. I love that. And I just looked her up. She is a Taurus. I am yeah. also a Taurus. So Oh, wait, yeah. when's her birthday? May 19th. Oh, wow. Taurus trio. Incredible. Oh, when's your birthday? May 4th. Oh my gosh. My yeah. boyfriend's is May 2nd. So he, we oh my are gosh. two Tauruses. Yeah. Wait. So your boyfriend, me, and Crystal were all born two days apart. How old is your boyfriend? Uh, 30. Damn. Okay. I'm 32. Damn. 32. Uh, like 32, yeah, not 30 also. Uh, yeah. Not 30 also. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I gotcha. Um, my dad is also a Taurus. Whoa. Yeah. April 27th. My God, Taurus City. I know. Well, uh, April Tauruses, I don't know if I count them. They're I weird. don't. My dad and I are not similar in 
in most ways. So that's just that's just <laughs> a, an April Taurus is just an Aries with a coat of paint. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Sorry. Sorry to say. Yeah. Sawi. Crystal Zuna, are we giving her a 10? I feel like she deserves a 10. She deserves a 10 now that we've talked about how she's a Taurus. Yeah. Ten, her look, does she also deserve it? I mean, she's wearing a little jumpsuit. It's great. Yeah, that's great. I love a jumpsuit. Yeah, I, I, I'm willing to bring it down to an eight because she's not wearing it the whole movie. Okay. Yeah, I think that's fair, actually. Bonus? What do we think? Um, Let's throw like three or four her way because she is pretty prevalent in the movie as far as like I mean, she has a name, you know? Yeah, she has a name, which uh, is incredible because it's just her real name. Her name is Crystal. And so they just were like, what's the monkey's name? Crystal? Okay. Why not? There it is. Why not? Which is weird because they they renamed the bear. They didn't keep the bear's name. Oh, what's the bear's name again? I'm looking. Buster. Buster. That's right. And his his real name is Bart, which is great. Um, Why didn't they just keep that? Why didn't they just keep Bart? Why did they make it Buster? Was Bart because they were like, people are going to think it's a reference to The Simpsons, maybe? <laughs> oh, yeah. Bart Simpson, famous bear. <laughs> that skateboarding bear we all know and love. <laughs> <laughs> Don't have a bear, man. <laughs> his, his great catchphrase. Oh, yeah. And we're always saying it. Um, <laughs> all right. Now we have the Binturong, which has... Um, Bearcat. No, Bearcat, bear with a tail, no impact on, on the plot. No, zero. I wait. Ooh, I could give it a one because it eats Thomas Hayden Church's food and he gets sad. Okay, that's fair. One. It's one of the few animals that appears in a montage that later does do something. That's right. Zunis, I want to give this like a medium high score because I feel like I didn't know what it was. So that was yeah. exciting to me. And if I saw it in a zoo and hadn't seen We Bought a Zoo, I'd be like, what is that? Yeah. But now we know. It's so, educational, too. Yeah. This was an educational experience. I would give it a six or a seven. Yeah, let's do that. I was, seven. I've decided. Seven okay. looks great. Um, Look. This guy looks great. This guy looks, looks cool. great. Six looks or cool seven? Uh, yeah. Uh, I'll, give it, I'll give it a six. Just a, it's just a bear with a tail. Yeah. Um, you give me that bonus. What do you think? Well, I think I owe it a bonus for saying sloth-like thing in my notes, because um, that's rude. So maybe give it four okay. bonus points for out of as an apology. Okay, great. I like that. All right, it's it's got eighteen. So I, I think after we do a couple, we should kind of see who's on top. Yeah, agree. Uh, Solomon the lion is still on top with twenty-seven, but then Crystal the capuchin is is twenty-three. And that's I think right. That's fair. I think that's fair. Killer bees still in last place. Killer bees is five. I look forward to them continuing to be there. Um, I don't think they're going to stay in last place for long because we do. We do I know have some there's other a couple things that I'm sort place. of seeing that I <laughs> that I know might overtake it. Um, <laughs> So we have a fox. We have a next. fox, which is which I'm going to give zero impact on the plot and frankly, zero Zunus. <gasps> really? Because I don't care to see a fox in a zoo. That's okay, not a zoo so animal to me. So this is different for me. I okay. grew up obsessed with um, wolves like mm-hmm. and like other like wild dogs. Um, just a thing about, you know, kids um, and how mm-hmm. they be. Um, yeah. so, and, they do, and they do be yeah <laughs> kids do be having interests and um, <laughs> mine was wolves and I, I think you know foxes are sort of a uh, not a they're type wolf-like. of wolf but yeah <laughs> they, they're also like a wild dog type animal yeah. and um, so to me that heck, would be just a heckin pupper yeah 
I, in um, near Peoria, there's also a wildlife park, like a wildlife prairie park is what it's called. And they have like buffalo and um, like foxes and wolves and things like that. And that was always really exciting to me. So I would say, I mean, I know you're saying zero. So I want to be. We can find a middle ground. Respectful. I, but I yeah. think it's a three or four for me. I love foxes and i think I, th- I think we can i think we can give those points in the look and the bonus i just think that like as somebody who like i i would go to maine for vacations uh with my family and that's just an animal that we would see in the woods like that to me is not a zoo animal that's an animal that you like swerve your car around because it just ran across the road i'm from central illinois <laughs> so then how do you how do you <laughs> see that as a as a listen can we just give it like one or two then all right. Okay. Yay, I love it, compromise. Yeah. I'll give it a three. <laughs> Two Tauruses battling it out. <laughs> um, all right. The look, though. I mean, foxes look great. Gorgeous. That's, that's, Gorgeous yes. animal. Um, I can give it an eight or a nine, honestly. Let's give it a nine. Okay. And uh, a, a bonus. I mean, this is also, you know, for, for what the fox does in the film. And it just kind of, it's just a shot of a fox. Yeah. It doesn't do much. Yeah. Can we just give it one bonus point? Because I love foxes. Yeah, great. That's fair. Thanks. All right, we did it. Um, parrots. There are just two parrots in a cage that we see. Uh, sorry, an enclosure. That's right. Watch it. Uh, zero impact on plot. Zero impact on plot. I'd be like, you know, birds at a zoo is always like, okay. Yeah, but honestly, I, I would, I don't, I could give them the same or even less than the fox when it comes to these parrots. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like two. Two. Yeah. Yeah. Two parrots. Um, score of two. <laughs> Yeah, they're pretty. We can get. How do they? How do they? How do you feel about the look of a parrot? The uh, look of a, a wicked bird. I feel like a six about it. Okay, um, six or seven. I mean, they're interest. They're more. Well, no, they're not more interesting than peacocks. I guess a little bit more. Peacocks, we gave yeah. five. Let's give parrots a six. That feels fair. Yeah, I mean, they're bright and they're they got little beaks. Yeah, um, <laughs> like I, most I'm... birds. <laughs> some listen. Some birds are beakless. <laughs> You know what? Now that you're saying it, I can't picture a bird without a beak. A bird without a beak is a broken bird. That's right. Bonus, I can give them zero. I don't give a shit. Yeah, about I don't these give birds. a shit about these guys. Sorry. Okay. There is a camel, and later in the film, we see the camels kind of walking behind Walter Ferris in That's like right. a little montage. So I-, I can give them a one for the plot. Sure. Because they are something that Walter Ferris interacts with in order to, to Assess approve the zoo. The zoo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Zunis, um, I like seeing camels at the zoo. Yeah, they—they, they, it's a surprise. I never expect a camel at a zoo, but I'm not upset by it, you know. And there are no like North American camels, so I think yeah, that like similar to a capuchin or whatever, like mm-hmm. you're not gonna find that here. Yeah. It's not like a fox, which you hit with your car in Maine. <laughs> I never hit a freaking <laughs> fox. I'm just saying, you, it's a fo- it's an animal that you see. Okay. That's fair. If I saw a camel run across the road, I would be shocked. And I would say, why isn't this camel at a zoo? Yes. This camel so that, must have escaped from a zoo, is what yes. you would say. So, yes. yeah, that's that to me warrants like a seven. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Um, it's a little, I mean, I say what you will about a camel. I think they look stupid. I mean, they're not I, a beautiful animal. I think they look interesting. Um mm-hmm. I, if we gave parrots a fucking six, it has to be less than a parrot. Okay, five. Yeah, yeah, that's less than six. Okay. Um, and um, 
do we feel like giving these guys any more points? I don't I don't care. Um let's give him one extra point. And here's okay. why. Because otherwise yeah. they would be tie- tied with foxes. And as much as I love foxes, and we've kind of established this as canon about me, yeah. um, I do think camels are more interesting than foxes and wow. therefore deserve to have an extra point so that it edges out over it them. It just beats those by a little bit. Okay, yeah. now now we have, we have two heavy hitters who I think are going to stay towards the top of our ranking oh um yeah back to back which are which who we we meet uh we got buster the bear we got spar the tiger and these are these are kind of like the main animals of this movie and they are introduced bim bam boom right 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 next to each other yep and i love them both and and so for different reasons Buster the Bear, I mean, his impact on the plot, he does a lot. Heavy, he does a lot of work Heavy here. impact. Yeah. I would yeah. say, well, I don't want to, I would say nine. Nine. Okay. That's pretty high. Um, okay. But I'm thinking about it relative to the other animals. I'm th- I am I don't want to skip ahead, but I think if we're talking relative, then Spar is a 10. And That's I don't right. know if, then I don't know if Buster is, is that close to Spar because he has kind of that one big sequence yeah but, but then but it's i guess what i'm done. saying is like besides spar buster has kind of like the biggest impact outside of him so that to me is why i'd say nine but if we're yeah. thinking about this like i mean i would say i would only i would only give him like an eight okay but i can be persuaded to a nine if you think he deserves should it. we give him an 8.5 Ooh, I've never, I, I, I haven't considered using decimals, but I'm not opposed to it. Let's use them sparingly, but I think this yeah. one warrants Spar- it. Sparingly? <laughs> Let's use them sparingly. Um, um, okay. Zoonus. I love the bears at the zoo. I could see a bear at a zoo. I, I kind of want to not give him as many points as maybe he would deserve because he's the only bear. Mm-hmm. And maybe this is like more a comment on the zoo but should bears be alone? Are they solitary creatures? I think they st- they're not like pack animals, but I think they stay in their families. Right. So this bear, I mean, no wonder this bear's depressed. He's he's yeah. All, he's on Paxel. Yeah. <laughs> I wrote in my notes, grizzly bear on Paxel. I, I think um, a grizzly bear is pretty impressive though, since that's like yeah. that's the biggest bear, right? Like, do we give it another eight point five on Zunus? I guess, yeah. I think that's fair, and then we kind of get a round number at the end. Yeah, I was that. That was my ta- that was my tactic. I wanted yeah. to give it like a nice round. Um, I mean, look, it's just a big bear. Impressive though, they're very mm. big. Yeah, and kind of cute. Mm. Not as cute as some bears in media. That's true. Maybe seven. Okay, six, seven. I can do that. Okay, seven is good. Uh, and bonus, I think we got to give it big points for being on Paxel. I agree. I was going to say, as somebody who's on Prozac, I think it's really yeah. important that we recognize like a, an animal that is self-aware enough to seek out treatment. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this, this bear is brave. This bear is... Is, is um, valid. Um, <laughs> is not neurotypical. And as someone who's on Lexapro, I have to say that like I, I respect this bear's journey. Yeah. Um, I can give this motherfucker a 10. Yeah, let's give 10. 10 bonus. 10 bonus. We love you, Buster. We hope you get better. With that, Buster has taken the lead with 34 points. Oh, wow. Yeah. Big upset for Solomon. 
Sorry, Solomon. You just can't. If you if Solomon was depressed, maybe. And maybe Solomon is, but the the movie doesn't really go into detail on that, and that's kind of the movie's fault. That is not what this movie was about. This no. movie had room for one depressed animal, and it was a bear. Well, and all the humans. <laughs> yeah, but now we got Spar. Spar. Now we got Spar, baby. Kind of the the star of the show. Yeah. In terms, and I mean, of I gotta I gotta give it a, gotta give it a ten. Ten for, for impact on plot. Do you think um it would be safe to say that Benjamin Me is the original Tiger King? I'm gonna kick your ass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna absolutely kick your ass down a flight of stairs. I don't care who I don't care who knows this crime. <laughs> Nobody's listened this far, team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to I know. mean, every, they've only people are hearing us read a list of animals <laughs> and numbers. If Anybody has made it this far. I mean, I am. I would I'm going to kick I your ass. Astounded. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, Sorry to say it, but it was in my notes as a little joke. That's fine. That's fine. I've had people. Com- I've had people compare this to Tiger King before, but that was a bad joke, and I'm angry about it. Sorry. Um, you're going to get more. Um, oh no. <laughs> Zunus. Obviously, you love to see. I mean, similar yeah. to the lion, you love to see the big cats in the zoo. I think it's fair to give yep. this an eight as well. Yep, I would agree with that. I I guess we're talking about Spar in particular. I guess you could mm-hmm. give Spar a nine just because he is like old and has some physical features that sort of set him apart from other tigers. For the, for the look, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. And bonus, I would give I could give him a ten bonus yeah, because for sure. he passed away. Yeah. And rest in <laughs> rest in power, Spar. Rest in power, Spar. I love you. I love you. I love you, King. And so now Spar has taken the lead with thirty-seven points. And we love that for him. We love this for Spar. So so the the leaders of the pack, to no surprise, I think, are the only animals with names, <laughs> which are Spar at thirty-seven, Buster at thirty-four, Solomon at twenty-seven, and Crystal at twenty-three. Love it. I think this is great, and I think we're doing yeah. right by all these animals. Okay. I think so. And then the and then I think we can kind of speed run some of yes. these guys. Yes. Until until we hit the box of snakes, which is our next kind of big, um, the next big plot point. Yeah, uh, but let's let's do a speed run. The other tigers, we we don't give a shit. Zero impact. Zero on impact plot. on plot. Eight in on Zunus because yeah, um, same as Spar. Uh, seven. Yeah, they're like not as impressive, and I don't need to give them any kind of but maybe like a two bonus just because yeah. they're like they had to witness the death of their friend. Yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah, um, there are some vultures that are that we see very briefly. Zero. Zero. Zero Zunus, how do you do you care to see a vulture in a zoo? I don't care to see a vulture in a zoo. However, if it's like there with all the other birds, I'll probably like look at it. So maybe a one or two. Okay, yeah, I'll give them a two. Um they look okay. Do you think like they're a kinda three? ugly, but I think that's also I shouldn't say that's ugly. not their fault. That's they're not dis- their fault. They're distinct looking, so I think that's <laughs> fine to give them a two or three. Okay. And I I can give them like one bonus just so that they're one point ahead of the flies. I mean the the bees. The, the bees, yes. Thank you. Yeah, I would yeah. appreciate that greatly um next i have the uh the parrot that lives in the jaguar apparently who like that old woman feeds so it's just, I, a, it's just a different parrot sure and i d- didn't recognize this animal as part of my watching so i think it's mm-hmm. just only fair that you would rank it without my input <laughs> i'd give this guy just a fucking zero yep. i mean it's a it's a bird uh two what did i give the other what did we give the other parrots we gave them um, a two two the look six. i mean this th- i'll give this of this parrot two and i'll give it like another two bonus just because it like gets special treatment i guess great love it um porcupines i um, mean 
one Zero impact, impact on plot. <laughs> sure. No, because Benjamin actually interacts <gasps> oh, with these guys. Oh, yeah, and he has to like, hop over the fence to get away yeah, from Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Yep. Sorry, so, one impact on plot. One impact on plot. Um, Zunas, they're pretty dewy. Yeah, four or five. They're, they look okay. They're interesting. Yeah. Five? Yeah, another four five? Yeah, okay. And um, I like that they make Benjamin um, hop over a fence and hurt himself. So I agree. I, I could give them like seven points. I love for that. Bonus. Yep. Yeah. They deserve right. it. They earned it. Zebras. Zebras. I mean, no impact on no the impact They mentioned the zebras. Yeah. Excited um, to see a zebra in a zoo, though. So maybe we give that like a seven, six, I like seven. That. Great. Yeah. They, uh, we barely even see them, so I don't even know if we need to like qu- quantify their look because they're barely in the fucking movie. Yeah, but zebras are cool looking. I think we can average that out and give them maybe like a four. Great. Should we give a, um, a one bonus point for the time that I saw a zebra with a heart on at a zoo? Oh, absolutely. Great. Yeah, I can give. Uh, I wish I could give them sixty nine <laughs> points for that. Why don't I give it six point nine points for that? I love that. Great. <laughs> Seventeen point nine points. Yes. Um, ostriches. Um, ostriches, uh, no impact on the plot. Zero impact on plot. But pretty zooey, I pretty would say. Pretty zooey, yeah, five or six. Yep. The uh, ostriches aren't my favorite bird. No. So I can give them like a four. What is your favorite look. bird? Oh, um, I think my favorite bird is the mighty phoenix. Great. Rising from the ashes. I love that for you. <laughs> if I had to pick a real bird... A real bird. Yeah. Oh, what's that one that like is really fucking big? That's like a, a scary. <laughs> no, like that. There's always like pictures going around on Twitter. Emu? Of it, it, th- no, that's like it's like a. <gasps> it looks like a Muppet <gasps> or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I, like a big motherfucker. Yeah. Big scary Muppet bird. It looks like it looks like the guys from the Dark Crystal. Yes. What is this called? Is it a shoebill kind of... stork? Is that what it is? I don't think that's what it is. I I don't think that's what I'm thinking of. I'm gonna pop one of these bad boys in the chat, and you can tell me. Okay. Oh, this motherfucker! This isn't the guy that I was thinking of, but I love this guy. This guy's great. Oh, this guy's awesome. All right. Well, this is this is <laughs> up there in the running for my new favorite boy. Anyway, ostriches to me aren't that compelling looking in comparison yeah. to a shoebill stork. So maybe we give it a five. I think that's fair. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then I can, I can give it like a, a, a little bonus just cause it like pecks at Thomas Hayden church. And I Love think that's it. funny. Two. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> um, there is a Jaguar that we see for two seconds. Impact zero. Impact zero. Plot. Zunus though. I love Jaguars again. Yeah. Really great. Big cats. So maybe like yep. six, seven. I can give I can give it a six. I love that. Uh, it looks pretty. It's a pretty cat. Yep, six seven six. Um, th- when I was a kid, um, <laughs> I this will this will affect the bonus score. So I have to tell the story. Yeah, I love it. Um, I do not remember who these people are, but these were like people that my parents knew or people that like friends of my parents knew while we were visiting my parents' friends in Florida, and we met these like very strange people who after having watched tiger king were like so clearly involved in the like illegal ownership of big cats oh because we went to their house and they had in their yard this enormous enclosure that had pathways like like fenced pathways that went through their entire house like their house was like Mm -hmm. custom built so that like the decks were all attached to this giant enclosure Uh where 
a, a jaguar, a lynx, and I think a a puma. I think a mountain lion was the other one. There are three of them, and they that they, they were just prowl. And they and all lived in the same enclosure. I I believe so. Yes, and the lynx especially wanted to eat me so bad. It was it would follow me, just stalking me throughout their house, and just like try to try to like track all of my movements. My no jaw is on the ground. I, I don't even understand the visuals of this because I'm not good at no, visualizing it's, things. It's a, but I do understand the visual of you being preyed upon by a lynx. Yeah, it was terrifying. And I, I have such vivid memories of this. And I thought that it was a, a like, a, you know, a fabricated memory until Tiger King. My parents watched it and my mom, you know, we were like talking about it afterwards. And she was like, hey, do you remember those crazy people who like had a, a lynx in their yard? And I was like, yes, that's yes, real. Yes, thank that was you real. for that validating this. Okay. Um, wow. Anyway, so that one of their animals was a jaguar. So I'm willing to give the jaguar a couple of bonus points for like dredging up that memory. Why don't we throw a five at it? I can do that. I can I give it a, a good fiver. Enough. Maggots. Here we go. Maggots. These are the, this is a bowl of maggots that um, Dylan passes when he goes to check on the snakes. They have no impact on the plot. Yeah. And zero zooness. I don't want to see a maggot at a zoo. Nope. They're ugly as shit. Zero look. Zero look. Bonus score zero. So we have our first just Straight zero points. You say. <laughs> and that means that the killer bees have actually beaten the maggots despite my best efforts. They, ha- they are now the lowest scoring creature. That's right. And then we have a lizard. Oh. The lizard who is in an enclosure in the garage that Dylan sees and it has no impact on the plot. Right. But I can, I want to give it a 10 Zunus because I fucking love lizards and I love a reptile house and I, I don't even know what kind of lizard this is, but I, I love it dearly. Yeah, I think that's fair. Um, I also like the reptile house. Oh, and we just, I, I'm just, I'm not even, I'm not even, the board. yeah, I'm not even, conf- I'm not even conferring with you. This gets a 10, uh, Zunas, 10 look, 10 bonus score. This thing is 30 Fine. points. Fine. I can't disagree I, with your passion. I, I, love, a, I love a lizard and... Uh, I and think that's, that's great. And that's yeah. that. Yeah, I like reptiles too. Um, <laughs> Box of snakes. Box of snakes that I've written in all caps. Box of snakes. Box of snakes. Box and of snakes. I am not sure. It has an impact on the plot, obviously. Yes. However, yes. I am not sure what the impact was supposed to be <laughs> other than yeah. this kid opened a box of snakes and they got everywhere. Yeah. There's like, it's just like a another excuse of... for Benjamin to be pissed at his son, which he is pissed at his son constantly, like regardless of anything that happens. Yeah. It's just, con- it's, it's a hat on a hat. Yeah. Um, and then it's never brought up again. Everybody just picks up the snakes together and that's kind of it. Yeah, I'm. I can give this like a four impact on plot because it is something that happens in the movie. <laughs> it is. What did something we? What did that we give? Um, we gave so if we gave yeah. Listen, if we gave Solomon and his kind of like enclosure debacle a four, I think we can give the snakes a four. I agree. I think that's yeah. fair. And I'm glad we've set that precedent. Um, Zunus, though. Um, I mean. If I was at a zoo and somebody came up to me with a box of snakes, I'd probably say no, thank you. Well, I'm I'm imagining that I'm imagining these snakes are in now an enclosure. I'm not just picturing sure. a loose box of snakes. I'm picturing the snakes that were within the box have now been put in a zoo. Sure. I would maybe five to me. I like the other reptiles better than snakes. Mm. 
Yeah. Because a lot of times when you're at a zoo, the snakes are like hiding or they're like ramped around, wrapped around a tree branch and you're kind of like, I see the snake, but I'm not interested in what it's doing, you know? Yes. I, I can I can give them a pretty high score for the look, though, because they are just a bunch of very bright, colorful snakes. Sure. I can give them like a nine, maybe? Nine, what do you fine. think? Yeah. Yeah. And a bo- I mean, the bonus. This is where these guys come alive. Yeah, that... <laughs> Yeah, I mean they're all over the dang place. Let's give them a <laughs> let's give them an eight. Fuck yeah! Not as much as the lizard who got ten points for no. doing nothing. Lizard's great. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> um, llamas. Uh, yeah, there's just some llamas around. No impact on the plot. No zero. I do love llamas though. Um, and I would be excited to see them in, in the zoo, probably like around a five or six. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna give them a five just because that to me reads more like petting zoo than proper zoo. Sure, that's fair. Um. Uh, but do you want to, where do you want the, the, how would you rank their look? It's pretty, pretty good. They're so cute. I'd say six yeah. or seven. Fuck yeah. Let's give them a seven. Um, a little anecdote from me now is that I, um, lived at home after college because I graduated in 2010 in the middle of, mm-hmm. you know, one of our many adorable recessions. And, um, I, my mom and I would go bike riding a lot, just, you know, just to kill time between me applying for millions of jobs. And um, we used to bike down to an alpaca farm um, and see them. And I know that they are not the same animal as llamas. They're a little bit more compact, but um, I just wanted to share that and then we can keep going. Um, That's sweet though. And I I want to introduce the complication that I may have mislabeled these as llamas if they are alpacas because I'm I have not no idea um, I think I put them in the in my notes as uh llamas okay yeah. and I I, tr- I trust you as an authority on these creatures I don't think I am that... an authority but I appreciate you saying <laughs> as much let's give them a five for a bonus score because of that anecdote I love it great um there is a falcon for like two seconds in a montage yeah falcons are dope um no impact on plot. I yeah. again, like most birds in a zoo, I would give it like a five. Like it's cool, yeah. but I do it's like it zoos I, when they do like the bird show and like usually they're holding yeah. a falcon on their arm or whatever. I would imagine that's what it's there for. Yeah, I, I th- would think that's they're doing that. I I could give it an eight for look a look. Wise? Yeah, I think it's cool. They're pretty but cool. I, I don't. We don't see it do anything. We don't see it. We don't see it kind of have that like falconer hero moment. So yeah, I don't yeah. Need it to doesn't really it come to life. Points. Yeah, no. Yeah, ox. There's a couple ox that I roam think I've around. I missed the ox. It's in this. I mean, it's in the same montage as the falcons. It's Got the it. Same. Yeah. It's Got like, it. Half of these animals are freaking blinking. You miss them. Yep. So zero impact it, on plot. Yep. Ox don't strike me as a zoo animal. They don't strike really. me as a zoo animal either. But I would be like, okay, I'll look at that for 15 seconds. So maybe like yeah. a, a five, six, five. Yeah. Yeah, I, I give it a five because I don't know if I want to give it more than yeah. we gave the falcon or the llama. I think that's fair. Um, um, look, but I do I do want to give it points for look because these ox had like some big chunky nose rings, and I thought that was pretty freaking sweet. Yeah, that's awesome. Let's give them a yeah eight or nine. I'll give them a freaking nine. I don't I don't give a shit. Yeah, and, we're getting we're getting um, close here. Yeah, bonus score. Mm, they don't do shit. They don't do shit. I can give them one. I give them one point for being ox. Sure. Getting your septum yeah. pierced hurts. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, here is here is now the there are two snakes that I have taken out of the box of snakes. Yes, these were not things I counted, so I, I'm I'm gonna actually defer to you on the rankings okay. for both of these, just because they were not part of my um, initial assessment. 
that's okay i understand and and feel free to weigh in um I, <laughs> thank I, you the, yeah i didn't let you weigh in on the lizard because i just kind of steamrolled that one no but i this, think that's this, great you can you can you can get in on this um there's two snakes here one that dylan kicks and one that kind of slithers on rosie's foot and she screams yes i've, I've separated these guys because i think these you know these are two snake actors doing incredible work sure the snake that dylan kicks i i would give a little bit of impact on plot because it brings scar joe is like i didn't appreciate the way he kicked that snake yep. later yep um zunis i don't want to i think it's probably dead yeah, at this point zero. It's, it, so unfortunately i don't want to see a dead snake in a zoo um we don't get a super good look at it Mm-mm, either. He just no. kind of kicks it. So uh, maybe a two for the look. Sure, yeah. But I'm going to give this guy full marks for bonus score because he was kicked by a child. Yeah, sympathy points for sure. Yes. Um, a participation think, trophy for this snake. Yeah, <laughs> for the snake, rest in peace, slither in peace. Um, I'm so sorry <laughs> that Dylan faced zero consequences for the death of this snake. Yeah, agree. Next is the snake that slithers on Rosie's foot. I think less impact on the plot yeah. here. But now this snake you could put in a zoo. It, it This snake is, sure. is great. Sure. I would look at this snake in a zoo. I'd give it a five. Yep, similar to the and, box of snakes. Yep, but it lo- it looks great. It's a black and white kind of speckled yep. pattern. I can, I can give it a seven. Sure. And a bonus score for slithering on Rosie's foot and making her scream. I can also give her a ten on that. I think I think this snake is doing some incredible acting. Yeah, and I think it took a lot for the snake to sort of, yeah, yeah. get to that point. So I think it's worth giving those bonus points. And now we have other monkeys, which is a yeah. fun <laughs> categorization. There's just some other monkeys in it in an enclosure that we never really get any kind of interaction with. They're just clearly other capuchins. And it's insane to me that Crystal gets to hang out on Patrick Huget's shoulder and these other monkeys just live in a cage. I agree. Um, but they have zero impact on plot. Zero impact on plot. Um, they're pretty zooey, though. Yeah, very zooey. I, again, I think like the primate house is like a main attraction of a lot of zoos. So I would say like an mm-hmm. eight for zooness. Yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah, I see a lot of monkeys in a zoo. Yeah. Um, they look like monkeys. I mean. Yeah. So kind of like six. Seven? Yeah, yeah. I can Monkeys are cute. Monkeys are fine. Uh, they're not my favorite creature in the world. Oh yeah. Oh, what's your favorite scared. animal? What's your favorite animal? Um, it's a good question. I have a couple. Um, I mean, I, I love dogs. I love wolves. I love mm. you know. We talked about that. I love elephants. I think elephants are amazing. Ooh. Um, I mean, they're so big and um, always like a highlight of like a nature documentary. Yeah. Um. And the other animal I really like is the Nautilus, um, like the oh the, the like the, the fossil guy yeah like in, the, 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 in the shell yeah I love those yeah. a lot I think they're very cool they are really yeah they're really cool looking um, and it's also one of those animals that like you said it's like a fossil like they have existed for millions and millions of years and like haven't really evolved because they haven't have, had to like they just yeah. so, sort of were created the way they were supposed to be, um, which is kind of an interesting thing. And they're like really funky looking. So I like them. Yeah, they look they look cool as hell. Yeah. And, like that's that fucking Cambrian shit, baby. Yeah. Fucking horseshoe crabs, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they're really cool. Um, how about you? What's your favorite animal? animal? I mean, I fuck with a lizard, as you may have been able to tell <laughs> I noticed, from my... yeah. Like, <laughs> from, became from very clear. immediate ranking. I used to have a, a, a pet lizard. Oh, nice. Who... What kind? 
uh, Euromastix, which is kind of like a, a a thick boy with a spiky tail. Love it. Um, a desert lizard who I think, you know, I was too young to too too young and um stupid, frankly, as a as a preteen to um have that much responsibility sure. to take care of an animal, and so he kind of became my mom's pet more than mine which i <laughs> that'll if happen. i could if i could if i could redo my childhood that's one of the things i would i would love this lizard more yeah um but i i think i kind of just was like yeah i got a cool lizard and and left it at that yeah um that happens with kids a lot yeah but so if i can go back in time and like slap the shit out of myself i'd be like take better care of your fucking lizard yeah yeah. You know, we all have regrets. But what do you, bonus score for the other monkeys? What are we thinking? Uh, none. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, otters. Oh, it's so cute. They do nothing for the plot, though, if I recall correctly. Ro- Rosie says she wants to see the otters. They get, they get a name drop, which is more than half these animals. Sure, so, so we can give them one. one. Yeah. I love otters um, at the zoo. Yes, especially when they have that, like, glass. And you uh, can see them under the water part. and above the yes. water. Yeah. Yes, yes, and yes. And there's yes. always one that like kind of goes up and then it comes down a slide a bunch and like you kind yes. of just watch it do that all day and then that's another thing that sort of strikes you as like, oh, this is kind of the monotony of living in, living in captivity. But And then you and then you kind of think about the silly little things you do all day every day and you're like, "Huh." Yep. Yep. An <laughs> otter sliding down over and over again is me refreshing Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, me uh, tweeting something and deleting it immediately. Uh, <laughs> but I could give this guy an eight or a nine. Oh, for I love Zunas, that. Yeah, honestly. I totally I fucking agree. love these guys. No and disagreement I, from me. I, another another eight or nine for their look. They're cute. They're oh, honors, they're great. so cute. Yep. Yeah. Uh, bonus score. What do we think? Let's just give him um, extra points for being cute. Um, like five. <laughs> Fuck yeah, I love it. All right. Um, Mom we're, we're, peacock. Yeah, we're nearing the end of our list here. The mom peacock. Please stay is... with us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What? How long have we been going? This is like an hour and a half. We're so close to being done. Don't yeah. worry. It, it's it, it'll all be worth it when we read out the definitive le- ranking of the animals at the end. I agree. I agree. The mom peacock, who Rosie has named Lucy, um, I guess a little bit more impact on the plot than yeah. One, um, two. Wait. Oh, the original peacocks. The original yeah. peacocks had a three, so maybe the mom peacock has a four. That would give them the same importance as Solomon the lion. So I think maybe we should just stick with a three. Three, actually, yeah. the original peacocks are probably a little bit more important as we discussed. They're like the catalyst. So yeah, mom peacock so might give... even be a two or a one. Mom, mom peacock, mom, mom peacock is a two. Okay, okay, I can I can live with that because that's more important than the otters. Yep, um, Zunus. I mean, it's a it's a it's a mama peacock. Yep, six is what we gave the original peacocks. I can give this one a six too. Um, look, female peacocks are not good looking. Right. Oh, is this a continuity thing or like an error thing? I don't remember if it's a female peacock in the pen or if they just put a male peacock in so we would know it's a peacock. And that might honestly be what they did. But That's female so peacocks aren't pretty, right? They're just like brown, right? Yeah. They're just like a brown little bird. Um. That's so funny. I think they just put. I, I'd have to rewatch this scene, but I think they just put a regular like. A, oh, you know like what? They in. do look like peacocks. Um, like they have the same like stuff on their head. They're um, they don't have the beautiful tail or like the same coloring, but they do look like peacocks. Oh, okay. They just have brown well, feathers, but they still have like a green, like an emerald, like, like neck a sheen. Yeah. Okay. 
Well, let's give this a five then. Sure, why five not? Five or six. Yeah. And then, but I think, I think we can, we can give a full 10 points for motherhood. I yeah. think that's, you know, that's, that's a yeah, challenge. Yes, so we need to itself. celebrate our moms. Yeah. Kangaroo. Uh, kangaroo. A kangaroo for one second. Yeah. No impact on plot, of course. Yeah. Delighted no to see a plot. kangaroo in the zoo, though. T- I can give that full 10. Yeah, let's give it a 10. How does it look? It's a kangaroo. Eight. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I can give it one bonus point for being a kangaroo. Love it. I think that's awesome. That fucking rocks. All right. Wolves. Two wolves. <laughs> Two wolves. No impact on the plot, but you love a wolf. I love wolves. Um, and I also want to be respectful of like the fact that you probably don't like wolves as much as me. So I'm But gonna- listen, I steamroll I steamrolled the um the lizard. So if you want to give this 10 points across the board no i should say like i should say seven seven for zunas yeah and but look 10 yeah and gorgeous um my favorite number is four so let's give it a four okay i was giving you i was giving you the the open to give it another 10 points diplomatic (laughs) um there's an owl no impact on plot zero impact on plot zunas i mean I think an owl is one of the more interesting birds. Yeah. Again, it's very much an a, an animal that I would see on a hike. So to me, it's like... Okay, we get it. A, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm outdoorsy and fun. Yeah. Um, when I say hike, I mean like when I would walk my dog in Montreal. <laughs> I, I could give it like a two for zoo. Like a, an owl at a zoo is not like a, a cool thing for okay, me. Okay, but we gave falcons a five and you could see that when you're on a walk. Yeah, but a falcon... There's like an implication. It's like what you said. There's this implication that it's like trained to do cool shit. You can train an owl. What, what can you train an owl to do? Spin its head around. Oh fuck yeah! Okay, five points. Thank you. <laughs> um, and I can I, I can give it more points for for look and bonus score because it is a cool freaking owl that can spin its head around. Yeah, for sure. Seven. <laughs> yep. And uh, bonus. Uh, three. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> boars. There's a couple boars. Um, zero impact on plot. Zero impact on plot. Zunus. Do I give a shit if I see a boar? No, I'd give them less than the fucking owls. Yeah, for sure. Like Like a three. three. Yeah. Yeah. Love that. Look. Three for look. They're just a fucking pig. Yeah. No bonus score. Actually, I would like to give it one bonus, and here's why. Um, Yes. Do you watch the television program Succession? Oh, we talking boar on the floor? We're talking boar on the floor, and I think it deserves oh. one bonus point for that. I can give it three bonus. How many how many boars were there? There were three boars, right? On the floor? That sounds close enough. <laughs> it was it was it was Greg, Tom, and, and someone else, right? Yeah. Were the boars? Yeah, yeah. let's give it okay. three. Yeah. Um, we're talking boar on the floor. It's boar on the floor. <laughs> it's a game. <laughs> that's a, it's the best show in the world. It's a that's the best scene in television. Yeah, I, I it think, really. I think society peaked with Boar on the Floor, and it's all been downhill from there. I, all right, we are so close. To we are so close. We have four more. Um, yeah, tortoise. There is a tortoise. No impact on uh, plot. No impact on plot. Zunus, I again a reptile. Love tortoises. House, love a tortoise at a zoo. Yeah, same. I, I give this like a, a seven or eight. I honestly. would give it. I would honestly go so far as to give it an a nine. Fuck it, yeah, nine. Okay, look again. I love this Ten. motherfucker. Ten. Yeah, I love a tortoise. Um, bonus. I can give it like a five. Yeah, honestly. why not? I just love a fucking bonus. I told this story before, but I, I, as part of a school project, I had to go to a zoo and pick an animal to embody for an acting class, and I picked a tortoise. 
And so I would like crawl around on my elbows and and be a freaking tortoise. I'm gonna give this motherfucker eight bonus points because is that Meisner acting method or yes, yeah, yeah. Did you did you study acting? No, (laughs) (laughs) I studied journalism. Um, You know, I do improv, so I oh yeah know a lot of actors. Uh, Baby peacocks, Uh, peaches, and Wesley. Yeah, she's she. Uh, there are other names, but she's just like naming them. She's like listing their names. So yep. like some of them, Peaches, Wesley, and others. Yep, one impact um, on plot. One impact on plot. Um, that to me, I mean, I've talked about this before. That to me is a plot that seems like it was resolved but never begun. With like Correct. Rosie being this like mother to these like. There's a for lot these of stuff like that where it's like sort of they. I think they're introducing a plot point and then we never hear about it again. Or like yeah. you said earlier with like the lion cage thing where it's like conflict that is immediately solved and yes. again never heard from. Yep, I, I I I've paid attention to like the you know the money stuff, but I'm curious to see when the peacocks were introduced and how quickly they hatch. Because I'm pretty sure it's like, hmm, when are your eggs going to hatch? And then like two scenes later, and then the they eggs do. are hatching. Yeah. yeah. Um, Zunus, though, baby peacocks at a zoo are freaking cute. Yeah, seven. <laughs> Love it. Um, look. But they look like they look like shit. Yeah, they're they look little, really bad, too. They're just, just freaking, they look like chicks. They look like two. fucking, uh, yeah. No nothing. bonus. No bonus. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll give them one bonus for being babies. Okay. Okay. Um, this one, this is we could take this off the list if you think. I just put flies. No, miscellaneous I think it's fair flies. to keep flies here. We had bag- maggots and yeah. What and, is and a fly? Seas, if not a maggot. <laughs> all grown up. Yeah, I think flies. You can see them flying around sometimes in the zoo on the lion. Uh, Walter Ferris is like measuring mulch, and you see the flies like around there. Who does Walter Ferris work for? The USDA. Okay, why is the USDA the governing body for? Zoos. Why is the U.S. Department of Agriculture I, I the governing body for zoos? I simply have no idea, and I, I would assume it's accurate because, like, why would they do that otherwise? That's, that would be an insane decision to make the USDA in charge. But the of USDA zoos is like movie. in charge of like the dietary guidelines. They are in charge of like checkoff programs for farmers. Um, to me, a zoo feels so far outside of the wheelhouse of what the USDA is. Apparently, the USDA is responsible for animal welfare. Oh. Is, is what I'm seeing. That sort of makes sense to me now that I'm thinking about it. However, to, again, USDA always implies to me like farms and farming. Yes. So so the USDA has a subsist. This is great because this is like the the very exciting Google portion of the episode. The USDA has a subsidiary called the APHIS, which is the Animal and Plant Health Inspection Service. So Walter Ferris probably works for the APHIS, but they simplify it and just call it the USDA. Yeah. And the USDA is responsible for all that marketing language around like sanctuary and all that stuff too then. Um, Yeah. Kind of an insidious uh, government entity, if you ask me. Um, aren't aren't all government entities pretty insidious? Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, so so let's rank these flies and finish up. Yep. Um, <laughs> zero 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 zeros across the board. Zeros across the board. Wait, these guys are. Is fucking... that why we gave maggots as well? Let's give one t- bonus to the fly. Just um... so, so that's better than the maggot because it's a maggot yeah, all grown up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, and this is the last animal on the list. We see flamingos for a couple seconds. 
Yeah, and I like flamingos. Yeah, no impact on the plot, but I'm I'd be happy to see a flamingo Stoked at a zoo. To see them at a zoo. Yeah, six or seven to me. Let's do seven. They look great. Gorgeous. Ten. <laughs> great. And any bonus? Um, three. All right. Um, we've done it. We have ranked all the animals, and now I'm going to. <laughs> we have an animal that has seventeen point nine. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, it's the fucking zebras, silly. baby. Yeah, I love um, it. Okay, I'm going to rearrange this column. Yeah, do some work in the Excel. There we go. All right, should we go uh, bottom to top on this and and go from? Yeah, let's go B to T. <laughs> That's what they say in the industry. Yeah, B to T. Um, so we're gonna go gonna go B to T from our worst animal to our best. Okay. Bottom we, of the list. Just like alternate, maybe. Yeah, and I think we'll read read the point values. So Great. zero points, maggots. One point, flies. Five points, killer bees. Surprise. Surprising yeah. upset for this one. <laughs> um, s- s- with six points, we have vultures. Yes, we have vultures who are tied with the, the parrot who lives in the jaguar. Yep. And then we um, have at eight points, the other parrots. Yes. Do we... Do we want to do any kind of tiebreakers here for for ones that do share the same score? I think at this um, low in the rankings, it doesn't matter. But I think if we get like in the top 15 and we find ourselves with some ties, maybe we should break them. I Okay, that makes sense. All right, then then we got boars uh, yep. with nine points. And then we have the family dog, Leon. Um, he is the lowest ranked um, animal with a name with 11 points. Tied yep. with the baby peacocks, Peaches and Wesley. And I do think since they both have names, it's probably fair to break the tie between them. And I don't want to speak for both of us, but I think it's pretty clear that Leon wins. I would I would agree. And I think we can just split that. We can break that tie by giving him... 0.5 points. Yes. So in a, in a bonus, 4.5. Yep, he has 4.5 bonus points, edging him out at 11.5. Great. Yes. Um, next... Uh, we have the ostriches, 12 points. And then we have fox at 13, and that's tied with falcon. Um, don't think I, it's I think that's worth breaking. Fair. I think that's yeah. fair. Don't yeah. think it's worth breaking the tie. Yeah. And then we have a, another tie at 14 points, the camels and the other monkeys, which I also think is fine. I think that's fair as well. And then we have yeah. a three-way tie <laughs> at 15 points between the ox. <laughs> the snake that Dylan kicks <laughs> and an owl. <laughs> I think we give the snake that Dylan kicks a couple extra points here. <laughs> yeah. We can't up its bonus score though because we gave it a 10 we for it a full 10. So give it a um, give it a one. Oh, it's dead. So give it a it's... <laughs> 2.5 for luck. Yeah, I think we're allowed to just add a point five wherever. Yeah, I agree. To, to edge it out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, who was, who was, is it, is it me now? Yeah, the now next we one? have a five. Yeah. <laughs> a five, five-way tie at 17 <laughs> points. It's all the peacocks. It's the two other tigers that aren't spar. It's the two porcupines. It's the jaguar and it's the llamas. And <laughs> I don't. This seems so unfair. <laughs> this seems so unfair. I think it's fair. I don't give a shit about any of these animals. I think they're all they're all on the same level of me not caring about Two them. Two types of big cats getting beaten out by porcupines is <laughs> But the tiger the other tigers don't do anything in this movie besides like 
they're, they're like they're like spar's henchmen All and right. then the porcupines actually i think that balances out the fact that tigers are great but they don't do anything versus the porcupines that are whatever but they make matt damon fall over and hurt himself <laughs> okay and i think that evens out that's fine if okay. anything i if anything i would give the porcupines more points i disagree <laughs> <laughs> I disagree. At 17.9 points, we have <laughs> the zebra. Fuck yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, 18 points is the Binturong. I think that's fine. At I love that guy. 19 points, we have kangaroo. 20 points, we got flamingos. 21 points, we have wolves. <laughs> 23 okay this is an important tie this is an important tie. oh yeah this is one we've got to break and i and, cannot believe it actually ended up where it is and i think we both know what's gonna happen yeah um which is uh a tie between crystal the capuchin and lucy the mom peacock and i think we unfairly gave her too many bonus points for being a mom so we might want to subtract some <laughs> Oh no! And I know anything, this is anti-feminist. No, I would give Crystal more points rather than take points away okay. from Lucy. Okay, fine. You're Lucy right. You're a better it. feminist than me. <laughs> Where do we? How many bonus points do we give Crystal? Because no matter what we do now, she's gonna end up tied <laughs> with other people. Yeah. Unless we just give her a point five. Other animals. Um. Yeah. Let's let's give her a bonus score of five. Of yes. Okay. Five. No, of six for now. Okay. Okay. Actually, no, that will put her... Oh, that works. That works great. Okay, okay, hang on. Let me redo the order so that it's in the right order now. <laughs> okay, so now... Now we perfect. have a tie between the snake on Rose, the snake on Rosie's <laughs> foot and the otters. <laughs> Which I'm fine with. How? Oh. I'm fine with that tie. They're fine. <laughs> Whatever. Okay. What would you what would you do? Okay, how would you resolve that? How would you resolve that? Well, tie? I would bump the otters up. We talk, we spent so much time talking about how cute oh. otters are and how they're sort of a, analogous to the human condition. Okay, fine. Do we give them a six bonus? Yeah, six bonus. Putting them above snake on foot, but now we put ourselves now, now in a situation <laughs> where the capuchin crystal is tied again, but with the <laughs> <laughs> and of course of course crystal beats the otters right yeah i guess so let's give her another bonus point <laughs> okay but now crystal is tied with the box of snakes at 26 points <laughs> <laughs> and now this now this is where it's tricky because i don't know what to do what are here. we gonna do i don't know okay, how to separate so crystal think, from the box i'm of snakes. gonna take a look at i love crystal the capuchin and i think she's really yeah. important however I do think the box of snakes significantly has more impact on plot. Yeah. And if we're sort of, I, I, I don't know if that's weighted in any way. And we haven't really done that up until now. I mean, the box, of, the box of snakes, I think maybe has less screen time than crystal, but I think it, it more people interact with the box of snakes. Yes. Yeah. More people talk about the box of snakes yeah. and, so maybe we the give box it... of snakes has a funky music cue when Dylan opens it. I'm going to do something like in the a... doc, and I'm going to add 4.5 to its impact on plot, putting it at 26.5 above Crystal the Capuchin. I'm okay with this. Great. I'm okay with this. Solomon the lion is tied with the tortoise. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, 
I'm giving Solomon, I'm just making the call. I'm giving Solomon yeah. an extra bonus point and putting him one above the tortoise. That's fair. Okay. And Next with 30 with 30 points is the lizard. God damn it. <laughs> and then with 34 points, we have Buster the Bear. And and coming in at the king of the pack, I think surprising to no one if you've seen the film is Spar the Tiger with 37 points. May he rest in power. I love you, King. <laughs> this is so stupid. I love you, King. Stupid. <laughs> I, think, I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to have two documents to link to for people. One is going to be the spreadsheet that you can kind of see blank and maybe you can play along at home. I was just going to say, I would love to rank. see other people's like worksheets. Yeah. Um, and you can kind of compare and contrast. Um, and then... I'll get. I'll link out this our completed spreadsheet so people can see how we've ranked these creatures. What a what a what a day! What a way to spend a day. <laughs> I do have one more thing I want to bring up. I have so many yeah. notes, and I would love to just go through all of them with you, but I know that's not respectful of anybody's time. Um, <laughs> no, please. I mean, if I somebody's made it this far, I do have something. I Which would, is I, that when Dylan and Benjamin are fighting, yeah. Some, yeah. there is something he I I have this written down and I don't remember at what the like uh, line leading into this was, but Dylan says something about like you just like threw all away your money on this dream and Benjamin, yeah. a full grown adult, talking to his son goes, "It's a cool dream." Yep. It's a yep. cool dream. It's a cool dream. That whole. That whole fight is a is a mess. He's so um, shitty to his for, son for Benjamin. Yeah, I mean, I love that scene. I think it's a great scene. I mean, it's a mess in the sense that like it just highlights how awful Benjamin is. He's terrible to his son. He's such a good father to Rosie and such a shithead to Dylan. Yeah, and I I don't think that's like unrealistic, unfortunately. Right. But I <laughs> just the way he's so shitty to it. It's so it's so bad, and it's the same thing th- th- where he's like, "I thought this is what you wanted," and it's like, "It's what you wanted, Dad, not what I wanted." And it's like, "How could this man be so oblivious?" Yeah, it's like so his shitty. son literally told him, "I don't want this." Also, yeah, Dil- uh, another thing where it's like there were clearly scenes in this that were cut out, and mm-hmm. but they like didn't work around them in the rest of the movie, which is that like Dylan's friends never came to visit him, and it just is sort yeah. of like a throwaway line. And it's yeah. like, so there was clearly something that was supposed to go somewhere in between like them moving and that yeah. throwaway line. And then one more thing about Dylan, um, which is that the rain moment, the I love you yeah. rain moment. Yeah. They're what, 14 years old? 14 and 13. Yeah. It's weird. It's it's a weird thing to want to have to like root for. I was so glad they only teenagers. hugged because I was like, if I'm going to yeah. have to watch these two kiss in the rain, I'm going to kill myself <laughs> and what and a, i don't think anyone would blame you what a strange choice yeah and his his kind of like confession of love is so weird he's like i love your smile i love your son i love you it's so weird yeah it's so weird no 14 year olds doing that no and i think you can do that scene in a tasteful way where it like gets across that they have like a lot of care and Sure, love for he each other. He should have drawn her a picture. He should have drawn her anything. I think that would have made more sense. <laughs> well, it's cl- well, you have the benefit of retrospect. You're uh, not mm. 14 anymore. So 
Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, if I were 14 or 13 or whatever, and a 14 year old boy gave me a beautiful drawing to show that he cared yeah. for me of, of me, ideally, I'd be like, yeah. that kicks ass. That slaps right there. Yeah. And I, yeah, it was very strange for me, but I just wanted to bring up, it was a cool dream. It was a cool dream. And let's be real. If you, if your dad bought a zoo when you were a kid, but how would you, how would you react? I'd be pissed. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, wait. That's the thing. The other thing that he says in that fight is that he was like, you spent all this money. Some of it was mine. And they never talk about that. Yes. Again. So, they never talk about that. I'm, I'm assuming it was circus money. That was like meant it, to be that, doled he, out among the children as well. He blew the fucking, he not only blew the inheritance, he blew the, what the wife left as well. Insane. Yeah. Also, okay. I know I said no, only one more thing. I have, this is truly the last thing. And this is actually okay, a good okay. last thing because it's okay. like the end of the movie. Yes. And I'm sure you've talked about this with multiple guests. So I apologize, but I think it's worth it for us to talk about it, which is mm -hmm. the end of the movie when the zoo is about to open, when they are yeah. about to create the liability of everybody climbing over a tree climbing trunk. Climbing over the tree, yeah. yeah. He's putting up the... Benjamin is putting up the sign on the tiger enclosure. Yeah, says, yeah. And, he's, and it has like a memorial to spar or whatever. And he mm -hmm. says, yes. you would have done the same for me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's, it's such what a line. What the fuck? It, these, what is that these, supposed to mean? That if Benjamin... Okay, it either means that if Benjamin had died, Spar would have memorialized Put him beautifully. Or, or if Benjamin were dying slowly, Spar would be the one to recognize that he should be euthanized. <laughs> which is unless, unless... And this is what we talked about earlier about like the metaphor being really mixed. Unless in that moment, he's talking to his wife saying you would have done the same to me in terms of either like letting go, moving on, recognizing loss. Like it's not crystal clear. That's actually a more charitable reading of it than I Exa was Exactly. Because yeah. it's, it's not what they intended. Absolutely not. It was, he, it's, it's more along the lines of, I'm sure the Spar the Tiger would have respected my death. <laughs> Insane. Well, I mean. <laughs> so many weird so many moments like that where it's like the thing that people are saying, I'm not sure of the intent, but the impact yeah. is so strange. And that is like the most perfect like button on that sort yeah. of continued um, theme. It's yeah, it's truly bizarre. But you know what I will say is that I, I think Spar would have done the same for me. Yeah, and Spar would kind of do the same for all of us. Spar was a leader in that way. We put Spar in first place on our bracket, and Spar would have done the same for us. Bad bitch contest, Spar's in first place. <laughs> um, wow. I think that's that's. Uh, I think that'll do it. I mean, real quick, I I just wanted to say I'm looking back on the scores that I gave. Uh huh. And I wasn't as charitable with Spar's look because he was an old tiger and I didn't find that as impressive that when I watched it. So my top three were the lizard, then Spar, and then my number one was the box of snakes. You know what? I am glad I was here. Yeah, I think, I think we reached, like I said, this is the definitive ranking and I think that you and I combined have reached the correct conclusion, yes. which is that the top three are the lizard, the bear, and Spar. 
Yes. I think, I mean, I think that's more right. Yeah. And the box of snakes being edged out of the top five by the tortoise. (laughs) (laughs) I like tortoises better. The tortoise is fucking great. The tortoise is great. Um, Do you have anything to plug? (laughs) Um, Sure. Uh, I have a Twitter. It is S-A-B-L-A-A-H. That is S-A-B-L-A-A-H. And um, I have a podcast of my own. It is called Please Save Me. It is a television recap podcast for a show that does not exist. It's very, very good. I recommend you listen to it. Oh, thank you. Thank you to R.T. Coburl for the intro and outro music and Sydney Gish for her vocals on the intro. You can find links to their work on our Twitter, which is at WePodAzoo. You can also follow WePodAzoo on Instagram. Um, find us on Apple Podcasts. Rate, review, subscribe. Uh, special thanks to my friend Dylan at Adult Human Bitch on Twitter for suggesting the name WePodAzoo. Um, <laughs> and if you have the means, you can go to DartmoorZoo.org.uk. That's the zoo that the movie is based on and they are currently struggling financially due to covid uh feel free to donate if you can and hey sarah yeah why'd you come on this podcast why not see you next time bye bye there's a movie (laughs) called we bought a zoo guess what happens there's a zoo for sale and it gets bought by matt damon a grieving single father in search of closure hoping to find it in a tiger or a bear enclosure it's a film by cameron crowe buy it now so you can go home and enjoy it with your friends and family we bought